0: So I'm not even sure what episode this is anymore, but we're back to the MF and Block. I got my boy Matt from Corporate on. Tell us what Corporate is, man. It's your thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, corporate is Cincinnati's, you know, sneaker shop, man. That's what it is. Clothing. It's about the community. Uh, you know, obviously, we've been doing this for 13 years now, and I think we've done a pretty good job. What made you choose Cincinnati? Because you were from...
0: a is it you're from here?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Cincinnati, uh, but you know, I did a, a little time in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, then I went to Columbus for about a year. I remember you telling me about like winter drives. Oh yeah, like, yeah drives yeah, yeah. home for holidays or whatever. Yeah, man. And then uh, you know, made my way back home after uh, after I did a little time. You know, trying to learn the business and getting that stuff together. Uh what made you want to do your own spot? Because you used to work the back room, right? Yeah, foot action, um, foot locker throughout high school and into college until I I left school. Um, I just uh, Did I you drop people. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you know, drop out, you know.
0: Should drop out to the
1: original Kanye, <laughs> not the, the new guy. But yeah, no, I dropped out um, two and a half years in into college it just wasn't for me man i I like you know having relationships with people and working in retail that was fun to me so i just wanted to continue to do that stuff that's part of what i like about my job like working the the service retail side
0: of it Mm -hmm. because selling whiskey at the airport like serving drinks and selling the product like conversation man i don't i don't and i i I take influence from a lot of people that i've met Mm -hmm. so like that uh that customer forward side that like I saw from you, like that was like that influenced me too. Like I'm not lying
1: to nobody. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I am gassing them up on their purchase. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean people wanna feel good when they buy something, right? Absolutely. Like, think about it, man. Like a guy comes in here, he's treating himself, you know, you don't know what type of week he's had. But like, yo, when you come into the corporate, it's like, man, we're gonna try to, you know, bring a good experience for you and just you know, kind of make you feel like, yo, that purchase was, you know, worth it. Well, like, I've I've shopped with you for years now. You've shopped with us since Springdale. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's like,
0: 13 years, bro. So, like, what's well, crazy, if, like, anytime I've come in, like, I mean, you've always been cool. But mm-hmm. Like, even even your staff that doesn't know me.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Man. and
0: sometimes I feel like some of them might know the name because I'm still in is Beats McGreevy. <laughs> exactly. the system.
1: That, yeah, and that's why, I, you know, sometimes it's, it's still... It's still hard for me to remember to call you Pat. I'm like, Pat <laughs> Pat. Yeah, I'm like Beats. Because, like, I mean, you know, you grew up in this thing too, man. That was, you know, you've been at epic shows. You've mm-hmm. been at, you know, had opportunities where, you know, you were cool as hell to me. <laughs> and, like, you still are. And that's what's so so tight, like, about, you know, the good old days, I guess. Because you know what was cool? It was, like, when I first started, uh, like,
0: like when I really hardcore started buying sneakers from you. Mm. I lived like a block and a half you around did. the you corner did. here. Yep. And uh like man, I I didn't have Jays when I was young at all. But that, my parents were poor shit. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't have asked my parents like my dad was a truck driver, my mom had like random third shift jobs. And like mm-hmm. in the nineties truck drivers didn't make any money. I know. Man. <laughs> yeah. But like the uh yeah, I couldn't ask them to buy me a hundred dollar pair of sneakers. Right. And then like, I got it. I got into a position. I met my wife, and she very positively influenced my life. Yeah. Uh, but I put myself in a position where I can finally afford a lot of this shit. And uh, and you can attest to this. I only would come through and buy the colorways of the the game worn shoes. Like, yeah,
1: you're you're a, a purist, as we call it, right? The guy that <laughs> no, Mike wore it. That's what you wanted to wear. I
0: remember when I came in, uh, and I got the 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 black and gum ones. Mm. And it was funny because as soon as I walked in, like, there wasn't a line for those.
1: Yeah, yeah. The and black with the all black and then the gum. Yeah. Also. Yeah.
0: I uh, I came in and you were literally like, uh, those that know what's up, knows what's up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey,
1: and and that's what's so cool about the one. Like, man, you have those ones that everybody slept on. Yeah, I was buying ones when they weren't cool. When, well, you were buying ones when, remember, the, the branding on the tag went back to Nike Air. Yeah, yeah. The beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like 2015, right? Yep. No, it was earlier than that.
0: Cause I caught that. I caught that re-release of the Chicago ones from you. 2015. That was 2015. Then. And then I got those Black and Gum. Yeah, man. I bought a couple other ones,
1: but I mean, that just goes to show you. You know, people talk about the one now, but it's like the one's been it. You guys just weren't talking about it like that,
0: dude. The fours I wore tonight, first pair I ever bought off. First and <laughs> first and only pair I bought off the internet. Because mm. that shit scares me. Sure, sure. And they showed up, and I was like, oh, God. Thank God. Thank God they're real. <laughs> you, were like, God they're real. you were like, thank you. I, I did my homework. Well, dude, I got these, like, it was literally like a, a month after they came out for like 250 on eBay. Oh, yeah, 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 So that's. But now. I took the risk, and I, I'm glad I did.
1: Yeah, now that's the $600 shoe probably in your size. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. Straight
1: up. So, so when, uh, college dropout,
0: um, you happen to know a couple cool people doing music. Probably. and uh and like i've always caught like because i follow your stuff like i i see like kind of what you're what you're listening to and doing and mm-hmm. uh like big sean like you were listening to big sean before big sean was cool to listen to man uh i remember you were early on with cuddy yeah because like, dude when he dropped 07 uh, he dropped a kid named cuddy and none of that got big until 09
1: yeah it was so funny um you, uh, you know Dennis, Dennis Cummings? Mm-hmm. So Dennis, it was like one of the first times he came into the shop. I had Cuddy on. And he was like, you know, this is my boy. I was like, yeah, I." Right. And then no, he was like, nah, for real. I was like, oh, that's dope, man. Like That was his manager for a bit. So Dennis is currently his manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, it's just, it's funny. The things that, you know, music brought together for me as well mm-hmm. you know it, it's given me a couple of my best friends in the world um jerome um formerly of fly union i had and, him i had him yeah, on my list too <laughs> and he's, i mean you know that's respectfully that's one of my best friends in the world and he's you know that again That was from a conversation in a shop where i'm playing his music and i didn't even know who he was uh-huh. at that time and he's just like you know who is this I was like, oh man, these are some dudes I just bought their C D or whatever. Cause I did uh I left my my C D in my car or whatever that I was gonna play for today. And uh I just happened One, two of the other guys came in, sold me the C D and Jerome came in when his song was on. And he was just playing <laughs> it off, like playing it cool. But, you know, it, music definitely is a part of corporate. Like it's been something that is, you know, kind of solidified our, our look, you know, it kind of goes with you know, um, fabulous. Fabulous was one of my favorite rappers <laughs> growing up, and now Fab's like one of my. You know, he, he's dude. A, he's he's a on customer. my. He's
0: on some of my top like, uh, like top underrated rappers. But just, I think a lot of people do look at him as being good, but I don't yeah. think a lot of people realize how good he was.
1: Yeah, well, you know, to, to have the longevity, right? Mm. Like everybody doesn't have that, and everybody doesn't have it to a point where they have that like cult fan base. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that's like what makes artists cool to me. It's like, you know, those that know know. Like Wale, even. Yeah. Wale's another guy we had early on. You were with, yeah, yeah. We had him <laughs> early on, and like the way that Cincinnati kind of has this this love for Wale, it's like, yo, we're responsible for that because yeah. we were the ones that showed y'all like this dude is that guy. Like, there's
0: there's shows that
1: uh, there's shows that I've helped book and artists that I helped like
0: a lot of people will never know it, but like, uh like Cincinnati does help blow a lot of shit up. It, it does. Like dude, look at like Mac Miller's like first shows outside of Pittsburgh. were here. Like Mac Miller yeah. was here. Yeah.
1: If it wasn't wow. for him playing shows here early on, no, clockwork would have never probably been his DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, and I think that that's super cool that like we've all been able to leverage, you know, kind of the early on relationship to build something else. And that's what you know. Hopefully, we can continue to keep that going. There, you know, there's younger guys now that I feel like could could be it. Um, you know, I, I obviously I'm a big fan of Chris Brooks. Like, love the kid. I think that he's not even a kid no more. He's like this, he's a man. He's he's <laughs> a man. Like, you know, he's. And what's out. cool, you saw
0: that transformation
1: through his music too. Yeah. Like, like I don't know him personally. Oh, dope. Well, yeah. But like, I I, mean,
0: I knew I knew of his music early.
1: And then I followed it, and I follow him on social media and stuff. So he's yeah. grown, man, you, and you can tell he's putting in the work. Like him, um, that and, and Crew Chef, they they're like really doing it. Yeah. Chef's his producer, uh, well, you know, one that works with him a lot. I was wondering who did a but, lot
0: because his beat, his beat, It's in the lane of stuff I used to do. It, yeah, like, like, I, I just think you chill. Would love,
1: and you would love Chef. Chef is. Like he's so smart with, you know, his array of music. It's not just hey, I only listen to this. Uh, that dude has has some great taste too.
0: So when you started corporate, like, what was what was your mission with it? I'm uh, sure that mission has well, changed because you've, you've yeah been, you've been able to give yourself leverage to
1: do more things. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, in the beginning. You know, it was just like... Yo, like I what, was the, what was the intent with that shop? In just just, day, just to try to sell the best of everything, right? Man. And not like... And just to get it open and get it to that point where, you know, it's open. Yeah. That was it. Like, for real. I just wanted to make sure that the shop was open. Um, you know, the first three years of, of business were really tough. They were really tough, bro. Like, like no offense, there wasn't a lot of product on the wall. There was never a lot but of there
0: But you probably didn't have a lot of money to put the product That's on That's what walls. I'm saying. Like, this
1: wasn't... You know, this wasn't... Funded by a million dollar backing. This was funded by a kid. That Seriously, for all the listeners, I went in
0: my boy's shop when this shit was first <laughs> open, and there was like five shirts on the wall. Yeah, some cool sneak There wasn't a lot of shit. Like, like return on on square footage of that store based on the amount of product was at an all time <laughs> low.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and, but it's just to show how much something can grow if you e- don't stop. Exactly, and you got to continue to push, right? So, like when we when we got to the end of that lease, right? I literally was thinking like, "Yo, I'm going to shut it down. And mm-hmm. I came back down here to Hyde Park. And I tell this story because it's very important. Like, <laughs> when you're ready to quit, like, I don't care what you believe in, you're going to get a sign, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some sign is going to come through. For me, literally, it was like a light just flickered. And I look over, and I'm like, man, what? Like, it's an empty space. And it has a, for you know, for sale or for a uh, lease in the window. Next day I called the lady, you know, she's just like, you're not white, are you? And I was like, no. But, you know, I just kind of <laughs> drawn back. She was like, good, I've been praying for this. Like, I've been praying for diversity on the square. Uh, and you look at the. Numbers, which I
0: think some people might look in a negative light, but yeah, there's positivity there. Exactly. Leverage,
1: exactly. if you will. I think, you know, when, when older people talk to us, right, sometimes we're very quick to Try to categorize, like, where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, like, the opposite. I just knew, like, damn, this lady is, like, genuine. Like, she really meant and I th- it. I think people t- try to. It. not
0: People don't try to, but people end up taking a lot of shit out of context because they're not reading
1: it as is. And, and I think we're just in that era, man. Like, everything is ready to be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. And you're not really listening. Yeah. remember we got two ears and one mouth. We got it. I used to be real quick to shit on
0: people celebrating Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, because the whole Indigenous people's thing and all that, right? Yeah, and I still fully, wholeheartedly understand that point of view. Yeah, but man, like first off, like who who are you to tell anyone what day they can or cannot hang out with family? I know, right? And none of us, nobody. Is getting together on Thanksgiving to celebrate genocide?
1: <laughs> you're right. Or any of that You know I, what I, I think, mean? Like, yeah. And
0: it, the, does the full meaning behind Thanksgiving?
1: I don't even think it means anything anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Think, I think it's just
0: family getting together. It's a it's a family getting together tradition. But I used to, well, I used to shit on that idea. Well, I, I think stopped.
1: now with COVID and everything, I think you're even more right. You're spot on, bro. Because like we weren't saying like Happy Thanksgiving. We were just fucking happy that we're together. Yeah. Like you know, this year, you know, we didn't have a spike, you know. So, man, we got to see people that we missed, and that's, you know, I've been missing that, man. Yeah. Like, well, and
0: we're at a, we're at a good point now where most people were vaccinated or had it and or had it.
1: I mean, who's the, who's to the really say? You know, who who knows what the hell is going on? I don't. Me and you laugh about it all the time because we're just like is is up down today is right? down up like we just don't know so you know so with you uh,
0: you say no matter what what you well, no matter what anyone believes in like i know i know your faith has a big part just in your life in general uh but what have you taken from that and put into your business even i guess if it's just mm-hmm. believing in in you you can succeed
1: yeah i think my faith now that's a good question because my faith has changed in the last couple of years yeah. and not not like, you know, I was really dominated by um, traditional church setting, right? Yeah. But I feel like, no, like your work as a person has to be in your community. Uh-huh. And I think that's what pushes me now. And that's what like even corporate corporate isn't necessarily about the shoe release, right? We're about, okay. We had a toy drive. We had, you know, community service. But even with we your had-
0: sneaker releases, you still keep it, like, locals only type yeah. stuff. Oh, of course. And, I, I mean- and I've seen, like, trust me, and it's just because it's not even that I'm nosy. Uh, but I, I'll i I'll look at, like, Twitter and shit and, like, see what people, and, like, people are like, don't shop here. And I'm like, you're just mad because you're not local. Like, yeah. stop it, man. It, stop it.
1: I mean, but you got to think, like, dude, we're in Cincinnati. So when I open this shop. It was to serve Cincinnati. Yeah. So why would I go out and turn my back on I can firsthand speak, too. Like, Cincinnati's getting your sneakers. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, my reps, they give us this plan. They allocate us these pairs. And we're like, okay, they're going to stay in the city. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, and now Indianapolis as well. Like, yo, that's why I'm in these markets because I can serve these markets. If I didn't want to serve those markets, I just throw everything online for right. a bot to get it. Absolutely. But no, like oh dude, like people have to be able to get product. Like that's what keeps people interested in the business. Keeps interested in you know what's going on with the brands. Like so, is Indianapolis
0: was that a uh, was that a pre COVID plan? Yes. So. I now- and we don't have to talk about it too long because no, I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. Not at all. Uh, but like the OTR spot was a failure. So I don't, and I don't was, know. I don't know to what extent. So and I, I put it that way because I think I saw your story about yeah. successes and failures. Yeah. And, so which is cool because you're not against
1: talking about that. So I think that I was hard on myself when I said it was a failure. What I think is an I, experiment. Thank you. And what I think that I, I learned from it was Again, I felt like people gave us an opportunity with expecting nothing.
0: That was a prime location,
1: bro. But they they expected nothing from us, oh. like they just did it, you know. They, they wanted us there, that was cool, but they didn't expect us to do anything. Yeah. It was also at a time when Adidas was on fire, yeah. right and Nike, ultra boost and all that shit was going bro, to the roof, and, and that was the stuff that you know it was tough to get because we had just reopened our adidas well we had just opened our adidas account i think 2014. so 2015 we weren't really into a lot of the product so is a,
0: is a lot of that distribution based off of volume
1: like, no so it's just a, kind of just getting your feet wet and trying to show the reps what what works okay um and this is just me coming yeah, from the no, liquor world. Like right. our
0: our distribution's solely based, and this is just in Kentucky. Yeah. Solely based on volume. Numbers. Yeah. So it's so it's the releases
1: you get because the volume that you can yeah. push. So yeah. Like to
0: get those Pappy Van Winkles, you gotta sell a shitload of fireball. Like it just Understood. is what it is.
1: See, I mean, to a certain extent that's how uh footwear is, but it's also not like that. It's it's pretty much like look, they know that Every hot product doesn't need a million pairs produced, right? Yeah, yeah. So they kind of scale that back. But again, 2015 was just different times. Um honestly, we we cut ourselves in half, I think. And now High Park, as soon as we moved two doors op- over and doubled our space, our business tripled. That's crazy. Doubled. That's crazy. And that was going into, you know, COVID. Now, we're even more <laughs> And then, like, during COVID, and like, I know you guys have been requiring
0: masks in, in yeah. store and stuff, but it's why, like, it's almost like the liquor industry, right? Like, the liquor industry has been way busier this yeah. whole time, and, like, it still feels like you're totally getting the turnout, like, a bigger turnout, Yeah, even requiring masks that apparently the news wants to tell you everyone's bitching about, <laughs> but, you know, what I mean, like, with. With, with requirements to come in, and it's, it's yeah. from an outside perspective, it feels like more people because I've been buying shit online, mm-hmm. but uh, like plenty of people have still been turning out,
1: dude. I mean, people, you know, remember during COVID, the whole thing was like shop local, right? Man, yeah. people took pride in that, man. And like, I did, <laughs> and, and but but bro, like, you know, when, when people would pick up. You know, we were able to run it out to the curb. Yeah. They were just like, man, how y'all doing? We're like, man, we're good. How are y'all doing? Like, you know, we were able to to really show people that we cared. Like, it wasn't, yeah, you're helping this survive. But, like, man, we're just glad y'all survived. surviving. Mm-hmm. Y'all are good. So I think it, it definitely strengthened the relationships that we have in our community. And that's why, like, now. When you like, getting that
0: one-on-one time at the
1: pickup, too, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? It, it, that pickup turned, you know, people on to so many other people like i feel like the the restaurant industry
0: for sure and retail too uh like that point of sale relationship has evolved over the course of covid yep like it's gonna change like the restaurant industry is not going to be the same never it's gonna change yeah i don't know what it's gonna end up feeling like yeah but Uh, It's a lot like the employee, the the leverage the employee has pulled over the employer throughout this course of COVID. But there was an interesting article I read, man. Uh, So 2019, late 2019, this was before COVID shut everything down, right? Yeah. Uh, There was an article uh, with data that showed that 90% of the people that left the workforce in 2019 were 55 and older. So Uh. a lot of this a lot of this empty job situation that's going on yeah yes there's people staying at home however a lot of these programs that the government had and and the unemployment that's running out you know what i mean so it's not a lot of people and i don't really know any young people that are still sitting at home so so a lot of these jobs have to be these people that retired right yeah um so with them leaving that that job market and a lot of younger people feeling it. like it's got to evolve, it's got to change.
1: Yeah, I think um, people want to be happy, right? Yeah. That that's the other thing. So when we got these jobs that are open, man, like what? Why weren't they feeling fulfilled? You know, I think that's the other thing. COVID definitely pushed your your mind into a different place. Like, man, I gotta be happy. Like, yeah. I gotta I gotta find happiness. I, I gotta you know do something that makes me content. That was a question I thought of on the way here. Oh
0: yeah! By the way, on the on the way here, I saw a straight pineapple express moment. I stopped at the I stopped at the stop uh, stoplight right behind this other car. Yeah, they were passing a blunt from car to car at the stoplight. Crazy! Like man, there was just a cop right back there, guys. And it wasn't yes. like in the Cincinnati limit. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> that's wild.
0: But uh, that was one thing I was saying. Uh, I was saying about this question when I saw that. But. Uh, the, I I've definitely worked on myself over the last two years, and I started like just prior to everything getting shut down. But uh,
1: you've been reading books, exercising more, man, trying I to whip and not feel like Muggsy? Nah, with so my COVID experience is way different. Like my my wife was pregnant at the time, yeah, so yeah. we we have now you know one and a half year old that like beautiful little girl. Man, thank you. Yeah, so she's like you know running me rampant when i'm not working or on zoom dude your story is about like finding her clothes and shit like that bro <laughs> the thing like i mean it's just that that's what i'm doing a lot more of now i wish it was hooping i wish it was more running it and, and take dude, that time is awesome though. yeah it, oh it, i wouldn't trade it for the world bro like it's it's fun every single day it's fun like what are we gonna to do today? Oh, we're gonna watch Bluey for a little bit. We're gonna do our ABCs. Like you know, it's just you just tell their minds are just like trying to take in everything. What's the
0: most unexpected change? Like you knew, like obviously I knew shit was gonna change with kids. But like, what was the most
1: unexpected change?
0: Uh, with with that, my daughter, like being a dad. Like, what was the biggest? What was the what was the biggest change that happened that you didn't see coming?
1: The way that I was like so ready and accepting of turning this off like seriously like you know like man like bro i was in the shop every single day for 12 years and you know when the time and the opportunity presented itself to be like hey you have a team that can handle day to day and i don't have to be here the whole time that's time bro like that's a big amount of trust in your people. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we opened a second location, so it was like... Which I know a good amount of your staff. Yep, yep. So it's... uh, Yeah, man, like, my staff is... Uh, not even my staff, my family. Like, yo, we're That's, that's the we're support family. system. Yeah, we're yeah. family in here. Like, you know, man, these guys, you know, they try to do right by this business every single day. Like, no days off. And I just can't. Did everybody you've had... Since the beginning it was like that, though. I mean, we, you know, a lot of those people are still here with us. You know that, but yeah. there was people that I didn't realize,
0: and, and it's just
1: growing older. I guess meeting more people
0: and getting better connected with people. Like the amount of people that I personally know that I didn't really realize until the last couple of years had something behind, yeah, the movement that is corporate.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the cool thing. Whether too. it be
0: like an errand or, uh, or Josh, or uh, because I know I Josh up in here taking pictures like every Saturday and all. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, so, Aaron Han, Griffin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like Aaron or like Glenn. Like, I didn't know till the other day when you posted some shit about uh, maybe, maybe it was the new shirts you put out. It was the throwback logos. Yeah. I didn't know Glenn was doing that shit. Yeah, Glenn Riley. I didn't, yep. like, I didn't. And I know him because I've been on the podcast with him and Alex. So yep. I, It was just weird. Like, I'm like, I know all these people, and then, like, boom, you just find out some shit. We're like,
1: Uh, but that's Cincinnati, right? Like, that's how small it is of the world. And that's why, like, I try to tell everybody, you know, when I see people that are just, you know, kind of screwing it up for themselves, I'm like, bro, you don't realize, like, you're going to have to come across somebody that knows that person again. And you're going to have to understand that, like, that's why a lot of shit doesn't get done because somebody has. This perception of, oh, well, I can't work with them because that's how they did such and such. Yeah. It's like, keep a good name, man. Like, especially in our city, like, you know. they tiny. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, you just, it's like two degrees of separation. Yeah. not six in yeah. Cincinnati, so, yeah, man. Well, it's funny when people, like, Cincinnati, is so,
0: it's small enough to where the people that live here think it's bigger than what it is. So those people would be like, uh, they're like, man, 15 minute drive i can't make
1: that drive yeah
0: like, dude if you lived in chicago you'd be fucked
1: dude listen that's why i try to tell everybody like you know it's 20 to 30 minutes wherever you want to go yeah. that's all it takes get there <laughs> all right yeah what's the what's an insult this this question this what's question an insult? so
0: hold on this question was interesting to me because mm-hmm. i don't know how many people could First off, I, a lot of people probably wouldn't comprehend it right away. Mm-hmm. However, um, a lot of people probably wouldn't want to admit it either. But what's an insult you you've received that you're proud of? Which I I have oh. I have one I have one in mind
1: that Man. I like
0: an insult that I could give like some shit that someone would blast you for on the internet. Yeah, but you would be like, like if somebody were like, "Man, you you you've you've gotten so big now that." I don't see in the store anymore or something like that. Yeah. But the proud part is you, you got that, but you built it.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that the insults are always like, well, they're not, I mean, they're just in Cincinnati doing that. And you're like, I'm just in Cincinnati doing this. Like, bro, it's harder here probably because <laughs> you have less people to buy into you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where you've done a really good job and you've never really like Pushed it,
0: but you've done a really good job of doing what you do. Thanks, and you've man. done you've done a good job of like building this, and and the, the cool shit was is it, uh, you know how a lot of times like you don't you don't need that local support, like you need that local support, but when mm-hmm. they start supporting you're so big that you don't need it. Yeah, nah. Like that never happened. Nah, like it, man, like it was local at the beginning, and then like you could you could go over the locals heads and do something bigger
1: but you keep it here because we
0: were we were there to start yeah, it out.
1: I think that just goes to my personality though like man you're not gonna you're not going to like I'm not personally gonna ever forget people yeah. right like I know that there's people that, that did things to support this business when I truly needed it uh-huh. like not just like Needed it from a money sense, but like a mental space. Dude,
0: when you told me the other night, like, man, you know I got a soft spot for you. And I was like, man, I know I've shopped with you before, but like, I know people that are in your store every week.
1: Yeah, but it's just a, it's a vibe thing too. Like, dude, like you said, when you, when your son was born, I remember you, when you were telling me that you were having a son. Yeah, yeah. And I remember <laughs> like, there's stories uh, you know, um, there's just stories that happen all the time with customers that like man that's what changed you from being a customer with me to somebody that truly supports us or is a family member now like i try not to say these are my customers these yeah, are not yeah, just yeah. customers because a customer is transactional it's like i would come in and buy
0: something but i'd hang for 20 30 minutes
1: and bro everybody <laughs> and that's a, and that's like the best part about the shop it's like it wasn't it's yeah, we like to sell stuff, but, bro, like, the people you come across are cool. And, like, it's cool to see people that, you know, weren't where they're at now. And we're able to talk about those times with them. And, you know, you're able to remind somebody, you know, they changed mm. for the better. Or, you know, I'm proud of you. Or, you know, it's it's things like that that are, like, really, like, the, the, the motivation these days. Hey, you know what's
0: crazy is I had a talk with uh, I had a talk with Puck not so long ago, right? <laughs> Pucky because Puck, Puck's I'm I'm always gonna respect the dude, but I remember one time we were working on music, and uh, and he had said something along the lines of uh, like where he wanted to be mm-hmm. musically, and I remember telling that dude to his face, and I've apologized to him since. But, like I told him to his face, I'm like, look, bro. Here's the music industry, man. If you ain't got money behind you to push this shit bigger, you're not going anywhere, man. And I probably, I probably should have never, because I've never met anyone more confident in my life than that dude. Yeah, he is. He's a rolling fucking ball of confidence. He, you know, and I felt, I felt fucking horrible telling him like you'll never be where you want to be, man. But, but you know, but, I think, but he's gone on to succeed. If you get a cease and desist from the. From the WWE, <laughs> uh, WWE, yeah, you're probably doing something right. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> like, he, puck. I do I even describe this. Puck
0: is—he's a one in a million human being. I can bro. tell you that much.
1: And I mean, just to see him—you know—I know I've known Puck since he was in high school. Mm-hmm. Puck is does one—he's that person that you come across. No matter how many times he's gonna piss the world off. He's still my family. <laughs> Absolutely. And he's still my family because like I just always want to see him do his best. Yeah. And you know, off the rope. Like, dude, you know, a lot of people can say whatever they want about a t-shirt brand, but it's not a t-shirt brand. It's like really he's telling stories. Yeah. And he's trying to make it, you know, that
0: like when he did the that, hair arena shirt and all that shit.
1: Boom. He you know, he, he's trying to expand it. And then even with his podcast. It's like, dude, you're not gonna find somebody like him that hasn't made every excuse why they just aren't sitting in their room. This well, dude like, is—he's been dude. through everything, bro. Like, this he's dude the guy. This dude has been through and that's everything. That—that's where I'm like, bro. I get you pissed off, everybody, but it's all right, man, because yo, at the same time, you're trying to figure it out too, and that's why I try to tell him all the time, like, dude, just keep going, like. Your brand, keep pushing it, keep keep getting these drops.
0: I need to have my own brand at this point because I'm always doing something. (laughs) Like I just need to have. Yeah. I just need to go ahead and trademark that McGreevy name and just roll with it. (laughs) Little bro. If you crazy dude. Little bro. If you were, if you were remembered by one thing, what would you want it to be?
1: Mm, I was remembered by one thing. One thing. It could be a collective idea, I guess, but I think it'd just be somebody that was committed to showing people the best of Cincinnati or the Midwest, even. like because it's like, you know,
0: where's your love for the city come from, man? Because you and I, I get, I get that it's home, but like, like you like the through
1: sports definitely sports made me tough. Like, you know, we had the Bearcats. Yeah. Watch the Bearcats. Damn near dude, there. we
0: got we got to watch the best of the best. Of yeah, cats.
1: you watch people that were tough, like you watch players and guys that. That's a Huggins you
0: know, thing, man. Exactly, <laughs> you know Huggins,
1: man. He wasn't, even, you know, I didn't play for him, but bro, like you talk about a dude that just he made Cincinnati tough.
0: My like, biggest thing with Huggins was he would take dudes. I mean, look at Kenny Martin for example, right? Like Kenny Martin. Did not come from a good background. Yeah, uh, and he would like do. He would bring people like Cam in uh, yeah. and change their lives. Like he Bro, would like he people's
1: lives. He turned better.
0: people like you. You look at other. You look at other colleges, uh, primarily maybe one in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where where the dude is. I mean. He's sending these dudes off to the NBA and they're getting big contracts and who, know, who knows what kind of kickbacks he might get in a Swiss bank account. But like like Huggins, and who knows, maybe the same shit's happening at every school. I really don't care about the money, but the the, the, the men that these dudes grow up to be man. under Huggins was insane, man. Yeah, it's
1: different, definitely. I, but that, that's where it came from. Basketball and the toughness of like the Midwest, man. You got—we're always competing with New York, LA, or Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's what you know. And my business with corporate—those are the three that I hear the most about. You know, I'm never gonna stop petitioning for us to have the same damn opportunities. Absolutely. Like I'm not, because man, there's so many talented people here. There's so many talented businesses here. And I know that the thing about us is, you know, it's not just transactional. Yeah. It's not, man. You go to, you know, I've been to the best stores in the world. They they feel transactional. Yeah. yeah. Because that's there there is a point where you are no longer about the community, and that sucks. But it's you know, I guess that's something that I hope I have never face.
0: Well, you know, it's cool too, like to, to extend off the it not being a transactional thing. Uh, like I've become, I've become friends with just customers of yours mm-hmm. and family. I've become I've become friends with family of yours.
1: Yeah. so it is
0: it is beyond transactional for sure. Because I've I've met tons of people. Like if it if it wasn't for some of my fr- Ryan Rockwell is why I first came into your store. Ryan Ryan Rockwell is why I first came into your store. Cause Which, I think he was picking he was picking up some dunks or some shit. I was gonna say, so Ryan Cause he's yeah. the dunk king. That motherfucker's got them all Dude, dude just Ryan's <laughs> just a good ass dude,
1: man. I uh I think about him from time to time when I see my uh um, He's doing good, man. He's married
0: He's doing good. Right. Oh Maloney, wasn't he a, wasn't he a district for yeah. journeys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard it I never met the dude, but I heard his name all the time.
1: Uh, bro, you talk about one of my, my best friends in the world right there, too. Maloney and I have, have this, this crazy friendship that came from the shop, right? Friendship just grew out of the shop. And, man, he just, that's my boy, man. <laughs> talk to him. We, we went to the Knicks game uh, a couple weeks back. We saw the Pacers play the Knicks. Oh, nice. He, you know, him and his dad are big Dayton Flyer fans. Yeah. So Ob in plays for the Knicks now, and uh, man, we just had—I had to take him for Christmas, man. I was like, it's Christmas <laughs> present.
0: The what? What do you think is the most misunderstood thing about owning a boutique sneaker shop? Oh, man. and that's and that's about as generic as what I can call this because well, it's bigger
1: than that. Yeah, because it's not—it's not your The, typical. the misconception. That we get a thousand pairs of everything, bro. <laughs> dude, fire. I literally I've come to
0: some of your releases where you literally got like one of each size. Yeah,
1: like, dude, still. And maybe that was
0: earlier on. I don't know. No, I don't know your inventory. I mean, as I look at this stack sometimes. of boxes, <laughs> oh yeah, these hats. Yeah, this, is that this, all the hats? Yeah, so
1: we're for those that can't see this right now, we're sitting in my office at the shop.
0: Is that more? Is that more of Matt Club?
1: So these are not. These are all like. Upcoming new era stuff that they have, but yeah, man, Matt Club is kind of crazy right now. Which
0: I gotta say, I just got that new purple Matt Club.
1: I uh, appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this whole Matt Club thing is definitely, uh, I'm just having fun with it, man. And
0: was that so? I saw, I think you might have shared it on your story, but the dude had a whole, or maybe it was on the corporate page, the dude had a whole stack of them. Yeah, it was like 20,
1: no. 20 something hats, bro. Listen, Are those all listen. the Matt Club, he's got all yeah. the Matt Club, so we. So, we're probably at about 25 releases for the year, and there are guys that have been on from day one with grabbing hats. Because
0: you're doing crazy colorways with them.
1: Bro, which are... But there's a story behind each one, which is Exactly. There's, you know, it's telling the regional story about either Cincinnati or, you know, something that I've come across.
0: What was Um, the story on the Purple joint?
1: So, Purple, originally, this was supposed to come out in the summer, and... You know, one of the, the most epic Dave Chappelle jokes was, I want that purple
0: Yeah. So
1: when I'm, you know, doing my thing, you know, my inspiration comes from things that I see, things that I like, things that, you know, just kind of feel right. Yeah. And that was what this one was. This was just purely off of that Dave Chappelle liner. And then one of my buddies, John, he, uh, he was always like, man, you need to do a purple hat. I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, here's the time. We're going to do a purple hat, man. So, shout out to Computer John for that. Yeah, I like the block font across it. You know, that comes from the jersey. So, yeah, we're good with that one. So, do you think that with success and failure,
0: do you think that people try to avoid talking about failure too much?
1: Definitely. I think that people people are afraid to talk about shortcomings, right? I mean, it's just natural. Like, nobody wants that. that, like, you know, blurb on their record or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean that,
0: that that think people are too ashamed
1: of it i don't think they're too ashamed i just think that people don't understand how to handle it because failure does mean that you didn't give your best right or failure doesn't mean that see i always want. looked at it this way like the um
0: it wasn't that you didn't give it your best like it uh maybe it, it was out. it was your best it just wasn't working that time. Like, yeah. like I, I, I've i gotten on to some of my friends uh, just because I'm so literal with, like, definitions of words. Yeah. I've gotten on to, uh, like, I've, I've really beaten up some of my friends with, uh, they'll be watching a game and they're like, oh, they're winning. <laughs> yeah. No, the win happens at the end. Exactly. And, and he was like, no, they're winning. Everyone would say they're winning. And I was <laughs> like, that's a bad mentality to have. Now. Yeah. Because uh, imagine your kid being on a team. <laughs> and you're telling your own kid you're losing yeah. like just be like oh you're behind catch up Yeah, like have that mentality like it, it and is, for me like, like a lot of shit's changed for me a lot of it involves being a
1: dad I was just about to say that I think when you become a parent right
0: the girl changed my shit big time bro huge
1: like yeah like you start to show compassion more right where like yo Two years ago, I might not have given somebody the benefit of the doubt. Uh, But now, more more or less, I'm just like, man, I just don't know what that person's dealing with either. So, hey, you got to deal with what you got to deal with. I'm going to try to deal with things the best I can, too. So it's different, man. You're Uh, you're absolutely right. Having kids, definitely, you know.
0: The girl dad shit's real, man. Bro. (laughs) Well, and, like, so, like, my son, like, shit changed with my son for sure mm-hmm. because I was the dad. Yeah. So, a lot of shit changes. But, like, even, like, with the girl, like, and a lot of times, too, it'll make me look uh, introspectively about just the way I may even treat my wife. You know what I mean? So, like, True. like there's time. like, I've, I've thought recently, like, I saw some interview, I can't remember who it was and who was talking, but there was a dude that was like, you know, Given my wife's previous situation, like she's trusting me. Like, shit, man. But then, like, I, uh, just the patience. The patience has grown so much. Just step back and look at it. Cause like you said, you don't know what
1: day anybody's having. You don't know what day somebody's having, man. You don't know what they're dealing with. And I think that's just like, again, I know everything in our lives is, know around covid but that's that's one of the best parts about what i've got from COVID. it's like hey i don't know what you're going home to so i'm gonna wear a mask yeah. like it's as simple as that but everybody's struggling
0: selfless. like the last couple of years so like i a, a good amount of money that i make is on tips my mm-hmm. wife does hair a good amount of money that she makes is on tips yep and everybody struggled on some level. I don't. I don't care if it's financial, mentally, Boy. physically, whatever it is. Yeah. Um Like even if you think this shit's not a real thing, you're struggling still because you're struggling with some wild shit that I can't even fathom.
1: <laughs> right. Like <laughs> but, not, I'm not saying everybody dying, but I'm. I am gonna say, shit, man, shit ain't right.
0: Yeah, and. um. So everybody's been struggling. So like when I went back to work when our airport locations opened up, like I knew everybody's struggling some way. So like I can't, I can't, and I never expected it, but I can't expect people to tip well because I don't know what the shit, I don't know what they're dealing with, right? And uh, my wife doing hair because she was off for four months. Like I worked, I worked, I just wasn't at the airport. Yeah. So like my wife was working, but it's like you can't. Now granted, she. She has some high end clientele, but uh, you still can't expect like who knows like maybe those maybe that high end clientele had a business that failed during this you know what oh, I mean yeah, so like yeah so you don't my, know
1: my wife the same thing she's a hairstylist so well first off and she was pregnant Yeah. in February well in March I'm sorry March of whatever 2020 yeah I told her to come home I was like yo just come home we'll figure it out. Bro, she didn't go back to work until December of that year. Like, after the baby. Did had, she
0: rent a space or is she had a place? Well,
1: so, uh, we found a space at the beginning of the 21 uh, over in Oakley. She has I think I place. remember.
0: I think I remember you guys posting about that. Yep,
1: yep. So she has her own space, uh, Robert Hair uh, Studio. It's her thing. And, you know, like I said, you get put in that situation, you're going to figure it out, man. I think that's even better about, you know, the. Characteristics that I had prior to COVID were just, they showed through during COVID. Like, bro, I just had the mentality, like, whatever it takes to get done.
0: How many times, how many times, like, I know you said when the lease at Springdale was up. But even, like, because you've had to renew leases here. Yep. How many times did you almost
1: give up? Just once.
0: Was it just the Springdale time? Yeah, it
1: it was definitely the transition between Springdale and here. Where I was just like, man, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to do this? If I'm not, then I need to just quit now. And, like, I said, I got this sign, and I was like, yo, yeah, I made the commitment to myself, and I'm not going to back down from that.
0: So the uh, bigger than sneakers is the event that gets held, and I don't want to say it's just your thing because I know there's multiple people. Involved. Yeah,
1: BTS is uh, a nonprofit now that services the community. Um, we do different events annually we do a uh, sneaker ball um but then we also do you know different uh i guess you would say activations that,
0: does agar work with you on that are you still working so, with them? uh
1: to a certain extent um but not not as much anymore we actually Did I pronounce that right agar um, okay agar uh, Josh i never James. knew Josh and Andrew. I know you did. You invited me down
0: for the one little board meeting thing for the uh, New Balance, right? It was for it was for the sneaker ball, I think. Okay. Huh. You were just reaching out. You had you had customers and friends and, and business gotcha. partners in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like an idea board kind yeah. of thing, yeah, a we, think we, tank. We
1: were just literally trying to figure out if which
0: I'm was thinking. cool because I met people there that I still have relationships with. Now. That's dope. Is like,
1: that how you met Aaron? How'd you meet Aaron
0: Griffin? So I met Aaron because I was on the BrewPod.
1: Okay. I was a very early
0: guest. Gotcha. Um, and it was supposed to be.
1: Uh... So who did you know from that o
0: No, it's because I'm friends with Mario. Real. This all comes back to Mario, dude. Real. This all comes back to Little Penny. Golly, <laughs> man! Because I mean, and and, it's, and I I think. I think you told me to hit up Mario to begin with because I just stopped doing the other sports podcast I had. Yeah, and I did. And, you, and okay. you told me that Mario had been doing shit. Yeah. So I hit him up. Me and him. Shit, man. Me and him did like 80 episodes yeah, of the sports Yeah, I was going to say. Y'all, y'all had a, a long ass We run. had a good run. run and, uh, and Mario's a good dude. And like you said, you never know what everybody's dealing with. And so that sports podcast just came. It came to an end. And he's always kept doing his thing, yep. and uh, which is great. And I love me and him. Me and him still, uh, just because Twitter's so fast. Uh, yeah, I like tweet. do t- tweeting almost is better than texting most people. Jeez. But like,
1: I-, I haven't tweeted in like four years, I think. It's too. F- I just got. Too... It's too
0: fast yeah. for me. But what is nice is I've I've cut back on how many people I follow. Mm. Uh, so I really only see and it. Like anything else, the algorithms giving you who you communicate with the most. Yeah. So uh, that's crazy. But me and me and Mario, just the sports takes back and forth on Twitter. Like we just talk about sports. But I did that with him. That's how I met Meach. So then, uh, because me and or Mario was producing his podcast, I think at the time. Yeah. And I help. I helped Meach. I don't want to joke about how old man this guy is, but. Uh, I I helped him get his podcast on iTunes, nice. uh, but then like I met Meech, and then I remember at one of the uh, one of the games where they honored Nick Van Axel. Oh, okay, like so I got to be at that game for that. Oh, um, like it's cool. Like like there's shit, that, like because of you, like there's shit that I've That's got. Wild. There's cool shit that I've got to do in life just because of a connection I made through you. So it was. That's, Just that's to bring shit cool. full circle.
1: That's what I was gonna say. That I mean, that's the beauty of the shop, though. Like, man, people at the shop that have got cool, they're like, bro, I wouldn't even know that person if it wasn't for the shop. It's like, and that's- I, know,
0: I know all the guys from the brew because of uh, Speed.
1: I was about to say, yeah,
0: which is still so hard for me. I know Speed's his given name, but Jesus, I can't not call him Bugs. Like it's hard. It is for me not to call but him Bugs. He's Speed now. But man. he, and you know what's cool about that dude and. And I can kind of put you two in the same category because both of you could easily not respond to people.
1: Mm.
0: And not out of a cocky I'm better than way. Like, you're, you're probably a pretty busy person. Man. You know what I mean? I think, and, yeah. and I know he's very busy. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk about too much, but the dude writes a lot. That's fire. <laughs> he writes a lot. and dope. Uh, but he... Uh, He's a busy dude. He could easily not respond. Right. You have never not responded to me. Oh, yeah. I could call Speed right now, and he would answer his phone. Like it's just It just speaks for the volume of the people that you surround man, yourself you know, with. Man,
1: it's just like, dude, there's just good people. Man, I mean, yeah. Like, Which I hope
0: that doesn't offend anybody you may have not responded to. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm
1: going to put it like this. If I didn't respond to you, probably not a thing of, I don't want to, unless you're probably like a handful of people. But it's probably just a thing of, man, I'm busy. Like, I'm sorry. like
0: I get text messages from my GM all the time that I don't respond to. It's because I was busy with customers. And then like six hours later, I'm like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, the best way to get in touch with me is either at the shop or, you know, just call me, man. Like, if you got my number, call it. Don't, (laughs) uh, I mean, text is... Text messages have gone out the window, dude. Like i I'm still a texter. I I'm still not. want text. Like right now, currently hold on, let's, let's look. There are sixty seven uh text messages. Unread? Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> well, just yeah, like bro, you can't keep up with everything. <laughs> so
0: why is the Jordan four the best? I wore some, I wore some
1: tonight. But. Okay. Listen, I tried to wear the flashy. I'm gonna tell you why, and it's gonna they're still looking crispy.
0: When did these drop? What these 2015, 2016, right? Was it 12?
1: It's been a minute, bro. Oh shit! Yeah, it's been a minute. I tell you why Jordan Four is the best. The Jordan Four was that moment where we knew that MJ was a bad man, and it comes from the shot of Craig Elo. Yeah. When he said "Go home," <laughs> you knew what time it was, and. Even though he didn't win that year, bro, that was a really big moment in his career because then he started to see what he could start to put together, right? Uh, and then I think for me personally, the four, so. Stylistically, it is nasty. Oh, uh, beautiful, bro. <laughs> like, let's just talk about that. Like, the, the colorways were always fresh. But for me, that was my introduction into going into the shoe store and real- realizing how cool those dudes were. So I go to the uh, Northgate Foot Locker, right? There's this dude. Can't remember his name, but he got into insurance um later on. Northgate Foot Locker, we go in, man, he had he had the fours on. I'm like, bro, those just came out. Cause this other kid came in my class wearing them. He's like, yeah, we're gonna try to back order them. I was like, alright. So put in the order, bro. a week goes by, man silver box comes to the house. Oh, man. I open it up. It's the Jordan Vindicate. I say, what are these like? Why did they send these? I call up the locker. They're like, oh, we did a, uh, you know, we didn't have those, but we sent you what was comparable. I'm thinking <laughs> like, how is this shoe even comparable? So... Try to take it to my mom, like, hey, mom, we got to go take these back. My mom is just like, I don't know she just had a day or she was just mad at me or something. She was just like, no, this is just (laughs) teach you. I'm like, teach me what? Like, I'm not in for a lesson right now. I'm trying to get these shoes. (laughs) And she was just like, no, like, it'll just teach you the plan in the future. So when the forest kept coming back out, and I got all of them, White Navy, the, uh, the Black Oreo. And this was when I was going into eighth grade. 8th grade, yeah, 8th grade. So I had these shoes and I was just so hyped. So then every time the 4 would come out, I just made it my thing like I was going to get them. Mm-hmm. So then I started working at Foot Action. And we had, you know, the Mist Blue, which I actually, I hate that color. <laughs> like that color sucks. But all the other 4s, I just got them. And then, you know, through my through the last, what, since 99, I've got every Jordan 4 that's come out. I
0: got, uh, I only have a few pairs right now. I, I, got, got, I got, I got the Oreo fours, uh, the Toros yeah. and, oh, I got the 30th anniversary lasers too. See, yeah, I'm at like, dude, I man. got the ones and the four lasers from you. Cause when, when oh, was yeah. the 23s the other lasers that they did for that release? They did 20s. 20. 20. Right. And see, I don't, I think I even told you like, cause I bought those two. I think you even said you went the twenty. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, Dude, there's certain there's certain models I don't like. The fours though, listen, man. Like I'm a ones, threes, fours, and tens guy. Tens
1: are good.
0: Cause I like I got the the cool gray tens. I like those. Dude, my, I I caught my wedding shoes off you. Which one? Sport blue threes, mm. 2014. That's when we got married. Yeah, I was trying to think of how long ago I bought them shoes, and then I was like, those were my Sport wedding shoes. Blue. 2014. I got those in 2014. Sport blue threes.
1: Man, I gave those to Mario, and I I wish I didn't. I think you know you like so. I tell you, so Mario is like a little brother. He's just always there at a good time. Like he'll be at my house, and I just start cleaning. I'm like, man, here you have these. Like because we both wear nine, yeah. And he's just like, for real? Like yeah, here, man. You'll wear them. And he just because he wears everything he's got. He does. He does wear everything. So. Mario's definitely has some come ups
0: over the years. Yeah, I, I honestly, because when he and I started doing the podcast, I didn't see him wear the same pair of shoes a whole lot. For real. But he, wear, he wears, and you know, I used to keep my stuff stocked away in the closet. Mm-hmm. And I've recently started to wear way more just because. Plus, I've been seeing all these videos where people didn't wear their shoes and their soles are falling apart. I'm like, maybe you should wear your shoes, man. We were just
1: having <laughs> a conversation about that in the shop the other day. And we were both just like, uh, the guys, we were just like, we're getting that point where it's like, the shoes that we've had are coming back out. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm just like, I'm going to wear everything that I have. And I'm just, that's just what's going to be. They'll come back out. By the time they come back out, I'll be ready for another pair.
0: And hey, you know what, I've got, So I, I bought those bread six rings. Mm-hmm. It's the only pair of six rings I would wear. Yeah, I mean, that's, but. I liked it. I had a friend that was talking shit about him. They're like, they're like, uh, they're like, but those ain't the thirteens or whatever or twelves. Which yeah. one? It looks more like a twelve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it, no, it looks like the, it's got the 13, 13
1: sole, bottom right? with the eight upper. With yeah. His,
0: yeah. And he, uh, he was, he was talking mad shit about him, and I was like,
1: I'm like, dude, here's the thing:
0: I, this shoe is modeled after the six shoes he wore wearing a ring. Yeah. There's a meaning behind the shoe, and it's the bread colorway.
1: Get off my back,
0: man. <laughs> Get off my back. It's crazy. It's like the only shoe that I think I have that he didn't wear in a game of it. <laughs>
1: it's just, I mean, but that's the cool thing about, like, the brand. And I, and bigger than sneakers, about, man. It's yeah. bigger like, than sneakers. Well, you just don't know when somebody came in and what caught their eye. Right. So for us to shit on the fact that it's not a retro or whatever, you don't know what that moment was for that person. That could have been, yo, his moment. Well, it's just like, like, like my
0: story, like I bought them because I couldn't get them when I was a kid. Like I watched all of Jordan's biggest games. Yeah, I watched
1: every one of them. I mean, we we, we saw WGN in the Midwest. Yeah. Like Absolutely. So yeah. What do you think about the whiskey, man? Actually, I was gonna
0: ask you, what is this? So it's it's, it's not bad. Bro. It's Evan Williams. Um, it's out of Heaven Hill. That's down in Bardstown. It's okay. like the mecca of bourbon, right? Yeah. Um, but that's their single barrel. It's eighty six point six proof, so it's really easy to drink. Like, you don't feel like you're drinking whiskey. Yeah, it's I, really smooth. Yeah, you don't feel like you're you're done. No. And it's uh it's eighty six point six proof, so it's easy to drink. You're not gonna get hammered off of it unless you drink the whole bottle. But uh, it's eight years old, so it's got a good amount of flavor to it. And, uh, I told you I'd bring. Here's the thing. I told you I'd bring something special, and this is a special bottle. It's a special bottle for a few reasons. A, it's a single barrel product. B, it's Eight-year age statement. Uh, and It's on the cheaper end. It's like a thirty-five-dollar bottle tops. Dang, um, but you, you're getting really, really high quality, and everyone looks over it because they're looking for the big, the big limited releases and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is, well, I like the sneaker. Game, I was just about man. to say.
1: I mean, we we hear guys talking about they are trying to get bottles. Like, dude, I'll be honest, man. Like, yes, I
0: buy some of the big releases you've done. I bought those anniversary shorts. Uh, man, I cop shit on your fucking on your sale tab all the time. Exactly, like, I, I get shoes from because you carry toddler size and grade school size shoes too. Yeah, and like I cop a bunch of shit for my kids off your sale list. Uh, and I was able to score those two those two hats. The two well, the one I'm wearing tonight, mm-hmm. and then I got that the Cincinnati corporate fitted that you have too. Nice. Uh, in the red, black, and white.
1: The Black, red, red hat, red hat, hat. black.
0: Uh, I think the fonts white. Red hat, black button, black bill. Okay, just says Cincinnati corporate on in the script, the script font.
1: Oh, the um, is the snapback? Yes, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait, which one, dude? It's so funny, like. But dude, I caught those on your
0: uh on the. I think I think it was your not maybe not Black Black Friday. Friday. It had to be Black Friday. And I, well, I just picked them up like a couple weeks ago. That sounds about right. You take your time. That could have been it. Maybe it was. It was the Black Cyber Monday deal. Cyber Monday. Your okay. Cyber Monday deal. Yeah, man. Uh, but like, dude, I cop. Insane. I cop. And that snapback. Here's the thing, You guys got to check out the sale tab on this page. A to help my boy get rid of inventory, but B, you get incredible deals. I bought a Mitchell and Ness snapback with your brand on it, yeah. for $15 fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For $15. I bought two hats. I got a, a new Era fitted and a Mitchell, ne- Mitchell Nest snapback for like 35 bucks. Dude, you got a deal. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. But this, this rubberized, man. Yeah, the rubberized was good. I meant to get it when it came out, and I just
1: missed on it. You know how you have a really good idea, but it's ahead of its time? That's it. That was it. That's it. Because that the rubberized. But you
0: even threw the old school got him on the back we too. Did. Like that's that's some shit people wouldn't know about unless they saw the shit from day one. True. Sure. True.
1: Sure. I do miss the MT. Is a cool guy. Social media handle. I know, up. man. I just got to that point where I wanted to be an adult. Like dead serious. Like that's when I started asking people to call me Patrick. I know, man. <laughs> it's weird. Like you just hit that point where it's like. I mean, Yo... You know how people introduce themselves, right? Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, I'm MT." You're <laughs> like, "I might just need to go by Matt and just tell them my last name." It's time like, you know, just got to that point. Absolutely, yeah, it did. What would be the what would be the
0: name of uh, or what would be the title of your autobiography? Ooh,
1: that's a that's.
0: I know I'm asking you to put my your autobiography. Put your whole life in one. I think One it title. has to be
1: it's bigger than sneakers. deserts like that 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 fits because that was what you know, that's what made me realize like man, this is a business. this is like helping people. This isn't just about a shoe release. Anymore. When did you realize
0: this thing was bigger than a sneaker store? because um, I'm sure you saw the sense of community from the beginning.
1: Definitely always saw the sense of community, but I told you, like, before All-Star, like 2013, 2015, that era for me, and I was
0: tripping. Dude, everything everything surrounding that, from the outsider perspective, everything involving that All-Star game showed me that you went to a whole different level. I think that's what, I think it, so. And here's what I tell people, man. The, the 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 hat the fucking hat that I bought it was the '75 World Series hat mm-hmm. like dude you team <laughs> you had competitors New Era and Mitchell and Nets, Yeah. team up together with the Cincinnati Reds and yourself
1: yeah man to
0: put that hat competitors you well brought.
1: we we had uh, we had both of them doing activations in one weekend uh-huh. which was so crazy to me because. Uh okay. How it happened. Mitchell and S said yes first. But only by like three hours. Cause I pitched them, like I said, hey, All Stars coming. I wanna do a jersey for the shop. I wanna do a whole capsule of red stuff. I wanna be able to sell it. We have we can tell a story. They said yes. Three hours later, probably. I get the call. Hey, New Era wants to do this. That's crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> so at the time, my mentor, Ducky, well, he's still my, one of my mentors with my bros. Ducky is like, bro, we can't do it with corporate if you're doing that with Mitchell and I was like, okay, so what are you thinking? He was like, what's that, that, that phrase you always use? I was like, which one? He's like, the bigger, I was like bigger than sneakers. He was like, "Yeah, I love it." I was like, "Yeah." So he was like, "Okay, let's do this. New Era will work with Bigger Than Sneakers. Your nonprofit, and Mitchell Ness can work with corporate." I was like, "Really?" He was like, "Yeah." So we were like, "Okay," we reworked the idea. We're like, "Yo, we'll design the three hats." We'll fly in the designer of the hats, and we'll tell the story. That's crazy. And I was like, 2015, but that was where I was at. Like, dude, I needed bigger than sneakers. So you fly you, the the designers of the hat fly in. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is like a team of people. It was three of us.
1: Yeah, it was three. It was three of the. People. So you were, like you had input on the design of the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um. Yeah, they sent me everything. They were like, what do you think? You like it? I was like, yeah. You know, there were certain things that they already had done. But I like, you know, the three designs for the most part. Tweaked them a little bit. Um, yeah, man. That's how it came out. That's crazy. But that was also the beginning of my, like, it renewed my my relationship with, Mitch, or with New Era Because from then on, you know, we kept a continual amount of res hats in the shop. And then leading up to last year, when we actually, you know, produced hats and put them in the Hall of Fame, uh, so it's like those three hats went in. No, those didn't. The um, in in April we launched the Jackie Robinson hats. Oh yeah, with the pat the side patch. <coughs> so those two uh, <coughs> dropped.
0: It was crazy. The the World Series hat and then the. Uh... I think it was the Sabre. I was at the Home Run Derby. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the All-Star game that year. Yeah. But I, I had to go to the Home Run Derby. The Home Run Derby. Which was dope. It was dope on so many levels, man, because you had uh, – so I went I went to all three of the Reds' playoff games against the Giants in 2012 okay. or whatever year that was. Uh,
1: but I went to all three of those games.
0: Reds win the first two on a road. They only got to win one game at home. Yeah. I paid a lot of money to go all three of those games. <laughs> and it was loud. It got loud during some of those games, right? Dude, the home run derby, every home run, like, even, like, when Todd Frazier won, obviously the, the whole place lit up, but that's just the home run derby. Every home run was the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like, it's insane, man, like. I haven't been to, like, an NBA playoff game, which I'm sure is just another oh, level. Oh, nuts. <laughs> I'm I, sure I went to uh,
1: the finals, game one, last year uh, with the Suns there. When
0: when, when CP3 hits you with playoff tickets, I'll roll with you. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
1: no, I went to game one, and it was so loud in there. It was crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on, man. Ah, oh, of course, bro. Anything for you? Always. My dog. love. But nah, man, just I, I'll leave you with this. Just try our best, right? That's right. all we can do. And, um, you know, just try our best and try to remember when people are acting a certain way. We don't know what they're going through. Because I've I really found peace with that and I'm trying to understand, like, man, I don't know what dude's going through. He's just saying some shit to burn off some steam. It probably ain't even towards me. Everyone knows I've gone on my rants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we just, you know, just try to be mindful. That's it. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, bro.